welcome back to another episode of the Things Like That podcast. My name is Hallie Leiberts and I am your host. Um, I'm super glad to have you here today if it's your first episode and if it's your fifth episode, thank you so much for coming back. It means the world to me. I'm so glad that you've found yourself here on this podcast today. For some reason, I'm really excited for today's episode Maybe it's because I have a brand new intro that my husband John made, and I think it sounds so good. I'm so excited to be able to put it at the beginning of each of my episodes. It is so crisp. It's totally my vibe, and it's just really special that something that he loves doing, he was able to create something for my passion project, so super excited about that. If you want an intro for your podcast, maybe I can convince him to make his services available to you. Um, But I'm really excited about that intro. I hope you love it. But for some reason, I'm really excited about today's episode. We're going to talk about meditation, different meditations, my experience with meditation. And I think I'm excited for this episode because I just love sharing my experiences with things and kind of telling stories. Um, I think it's because I love listening to those types of podcasts. So I hope you enjoy these too. But the reason that I wanted to talk about this topic is because I first have to tell you a story about what happened to me this past week. It was traumatic and unforgettable, but I I was having just like a rough week at work and I was like, I've been putting off getting my nails done for months because I've been wanting to save money. I've just been painting them by myself and I was like, I'm going to treat myself to getting my nails done. So... I go get my nails done. I set up an appointment after a long day of work. I'm ready to relax, have a great time, be pampered. And I sit down and they were really busy. So the lady didn't really talk to me much and she just seemed in a rush. And I was like, you go girl. Like, I'm not going to hinder your speed. I'm not going to try and make conversation with you. But then she asked me a question and I answered. So that was the first time I had opened my mouth and immediately she's like oh my gosh you have rabbit teeth and I was like there's no way she just said that I was like she's got to be talking about the shape of my nails because I get the square shape and I feel like that's kind of the basic shape now most people get that almond oval shape so I was like maybe she's like making fun of the shape I get it's out of style I don't know and then she said it again she was like you have rabbit teeth And then it, like, hit me. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's, like, literally talking about the size of my teeth, which is something I've been insecure about, like, my whole life. But honestly, like, it's not something I even think about anymore. Like, I feel like when I was younger, I was like, okay, I'm going to grow into my teeth. Like, they're not going to be these big chompers anymore, but they still are. And I've just kind of... I don't even think I accepted it. I just kind of suppressed it. Like, I'm just like, I can't hide my teeth, so I just need to power through any type of insecurity, like, whatever, but when she said this, it literally brought me back to, like, my younger self feeling embarrassed about my teeth, and I promise this all ties into today's episode, because that night, I did an inner child healing meditation with my friend Chloe, um, and I ended up really needing it, because her comment really was, I was like, oh my gosh, like, it actually kind of hurt me, um, Because she was like, she even said, did kids used to make fun of you for that when you were little? And I was just like, lady, you are digging a hole. Um, I was like, yes, you know, they did, but it's whatever. Ha ha ha. Kind of laughed it off. But it really made me think like, 
we really do like suppress even our insecurities sometimes and I feel like we convince ourselves like oh I'm not insecure about that anymore or maybe something that happened in your childhood you think you're over it and you're not um, because we just kind of convince ourselves we're okay so I was really happy to do that inner child healing meditation that night which I'll talk about in a little bit so it's just kind of funny that I've been wanting to do a topic about meditation Then I got insulted while just trying to enjoy my life getting my nails done, which led to me doing an inner child healing meditation, and here we are in this episode. But I want to first talk about my first experiences with meditation. I feel like I can bring a pretty good perspective, and I feel like a lot of people maybe had the same idea I had about meditation. So setting the scene, it's my freshman year of high school. Keep in mind, I come from, like, a smaller town, um, Baptist church town. So, at the time, honestly, I didn't even hear about meditation that much anyway. I didn't, I wasn't around very many spiritual people in terms of meditation and tarot cards. It was more of a spiritual and, like, a religious church aspect. So, anything I did hear about any type of meditation was probably in a negative aspect. So for a while, I was actually scared of meditation um, further along in my life when I tried to get into it more because I was like, is this opening some weird portal? Is this some like Harry Potter shit? And I was more scared of it. But for some reason, my freshman year in my second period class, um, my teacher started talking about how he meditates because I think it was because he had anger issues. So he had gotten into meditation and he was like today in class we're just going to meditate and since I honestly didn't know much about meditation I went into this like this meditation he did like wholeheartedly like I just followed what he said because that's how I used to be I would just you know you can lead me to anything basically so he's like everyone close your eyes we're going to do this meditation and it was a guided meditation and he had us walking through a forest and touching the water. And I remember going through the meditation like wholeheartedly. Like if he said picture a forest, I'm picturing the most detailed forest. I was seeing myself there. Like I was giving this meditation my all. And I remember he had us open our eyes and I was like, okay, that was probably five minutes long. And it was, at least from what I'm remembering, it was like almost the whole class period. And I was just like, I felt so like light and free and because at that time I've always struggled with anxiety but at that time like mental health wasn't as talked about so I didn't even realize I was necessarily carrying around anxiety all the time so when I felt that calmness after I was like oh my gosh like I went into the next class period being like and we did this meditation and I just feel so good my mind feels so clear like I was literally amazed I remember him even saying that during the meditation he had told us to like stick our hand out and touch the water and he said some of our hand like we some of us actually put our hands out and it was just honestly to this date the best meditation I've ever had because I went into it not knowing much of what meditation was, so I didn't have all those expectations on myself of, like, keep a clear mind and try and focus on your center. Like, I wasn't trying to do all these things. I was just listening to what he was guiding us to do. So that was kind of my first experience with meditation, and it's actually funny that I didn't try meditating again until 
four and a half years later when I first started therapy and I was like heck no I'm not meditating like there's no way I'm doing this one because I was scared of it two because I was scared to slow down and confront you know thoughts and emotions so I didn't really meditate again until I started therapy um I went to my first therapist when I still lived in Jacksonville i can't I don't think he did any meditations with me the first meditation I really remember was when I moved to Tampa and started going to therapy at a therapist in Tampa and he I was like I'm not I don't really want to do this type deal like I wasn't super committed to it but the meditation that he started off with was called progressive muscle relaxation meditation and this just kind of what's the word debunks a myth about meditation in the fact that it is like it's healthy for you um it's used by therapists it's not just some voodoo shit where people tell you you're like opening portals and like connecting with the wrong energies blah 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 my therapist was using this and it's because I have trouble relaxing hold on John just walked in and I got nervous, but it's because I have trouble not only relaxing mentally, but because I'm so anxiety ridden mentally, my body gets so tense. So when someone says, oh, just relax, it's so much harder than that for me and possibly for you too. I'm sure many people with anxiety can relate to this, that even when you're laying down with your crystals and your oils, your body can still be so tense and rigid. So this type of meditation, which again is progressive muscle relaxation meditation, you can look it up on YouTube, find a video you like, you can do a 10 minute one, an hour long one, totally up to your preference. Um, And in this meditation, it's guided and they guide you in tensing certain um, areas of muscles. So you'll start at your shoulder. shoulders you'll tighten them for 10 seconds and then release and then you'll move to your stomach your waist your thighs your calves so it's progressively relaxing each category of muscle throughout your body until you're fully relaxed and for me I loved the idea of it but at that time in my life as I was processing a lot of trauma if that's what you want to call it anxiety slowing down and sitting with my thoughts was really really hard um and especially if you struggle with any type of OCD or like intrusive thoughts meditation can be very triggering for that I feel like maybe in the long run it helps because you're learning to focus on your breath and not give so much weight to your thoughts um but when you're sitting there trying to be in quiet and you can't really do any compulsions or you're not supposed to, whatever, it can be really hard. So give yourself grace with that. Also, I just realized I didn't really talk much about what meditation is. Um, I feel like it's different for everybody, but overall, the main goal is not to judge your thoughts or control your thoughts. It's to learn how to let them flow without judgment and keep a calm mind and stay centered with yourself in the idea that you can kind of take that piece with you throughout the rest of the day. So maybe if you're feeling anger or scattered, you're able to come back to that calm breath and learn to just let your thoughts pass, 
your emotions pass and be able to recenter. So, but like, but as we just learned, there's different meditations for everything with different goals. So for the muscle relaxation, it's to relax your body so you can feel that physical release of anxiety, not just the mental. Um, So I definitely suggest that for anybody who struggles with relaxing their body, but just know anytime you're starting meditation, I don't even want to say it can be hard. It can be, but meditation isn't something that you're like supposed to be grading yourself on like oh I did so bad at meditation today it's just a practice you do and you progressively learn to find your calm maybe better or faster or give less weight to your thoughts but it's not something to beat yourself up over it's literally just meditation so as you're starting just know it's completely new and it it just can be a little hard at first so Honestly, in therapy, um, I feel like every session he'd be like, have you been meditating? And I'm like, oh, not really. Like, I really didn't commit to it that much. I feel like even now I just go in spurts of like meditating for two weeks at a time and then I kind of get out of it and I definitely notice a difference. But I I have a love-hate relationship with it because I know it's good for my mind and it helps, but I hate slowing down and listening, having to let thoughts pass and you know all that stuff it's it's hard um so I was on and off with meditation I still am like I'll attend a meditation here and there like on Instagram I'll do one when I'm super anxious and stressed and John is like have you meditated and I'm like no (laughs) um but another type of meditation I wanted to highlight And I can't remember the name of the guy who talks about this. I'll put it in the podcast notes. But it was super interesting. John and I watched this alien-type documentary. And it was basically this... He's like a accredited, if that's the word, scientist. Like, he's not just some random guy in a basement. Um, And he's doing this research and has this just whole life theory, which I kind of align with a lot of it. I want to know your thoughts on it. So let's just put this on the table. I'm not saying any of this is true or what I necessarily believe, but this is what was interesting in this documentary is this scientist believes that we are, are all one conscious consciousness, which kind of goes along with what meditation is, is you're just being conscious. (laughs) I don't know how to put that into like pretty terms, but in meditation, he's basically saying that aliens are obviously way smarter than us and they're on a whole nother conscious level, but we're still all part of the same consciousness, even if it's in different levels, different realms. And aliens won't make contact with us. As I'm saying this out loud, it sounds ridiculous, but just stick with me. If aliens were to make contact with us, they would have to, it would have to be with people that they feel are on their level of consciousness or like ready to make contact with them. Like they can mentally, spiritually handle that. So this guy basically gets together with groups of people all over the world. Like this is a whole big project and he gets people together and they all meditate together and he has like literally hundreds of videos pictures documentation of them literally seeing ufos pass by um they'll see like 
things in the pictures um, of like, you know, orbs and things like that. So he's basically saying, since we're coming together and raising our consciousness together through these meditations, we're able to make contact with aliens. So that sounds very far-fetched. I'll put the documentary in the show notes. Like I said, you should check it out. But the one thing I do align with is the consciousness part of that. And this is kind of a side rant from meditation, but I've really come to believe that like in terms of God and energies, I really feel like we're all one. So I feel like if you grew up in church, we learned that, you know, humans are kind of like what God thought was best or you even see like the stars and mountains and you're like, wow, they're so beautiful and they just feel bigger than you. Um, which I still have like that admiration for nature, but I also remind myself like I am one with those things. We're all, all part of the same thing. So I am just as beautiful as they are because I come from the same thing they do. And I feel like in some meditations, they'll present you with that concept of like your thoughts are just part of this consciousness too so you can just let them pass through you because we're all this one thing connected and everything's moving and it kind of just takes the weight away from your thoughts because sometimes they can be so heavy so that's one thing I've loved about meditation is maybe it can connect me with aliens but it also reminds me of what what I'm a part of and that my thoughts I am not my thoughts they're just passing through so because of that documentary we literally set up a meditation space in our room because John was like if I can talk to aliens I want to try meditating and so I was like okay I want to get back into meditation too so we were doing that for a little bit but then he started having some kind of crazy experiences with meditation and he stopped for a little bit that's his story to tell I'm not going to share all the details but um, lots of things can come up when you meditate so be prepared for that as well give yourself you know time to process after and you know drink some water and you know do something fun after just in case some heavy stuff comes up but after that like I've still been so on and off with meditation like I'm not doing this podcast podcast episode as an expert of meditation I'm just sharing my experience um and with any self-care thing I feel like I I'll do it for a little bit then I stop then I do it for a little bit and I stop and you know what that's okay but moving on from aliens um I wanted to talk about the inner child healing meditation I did as you can see there's literally many different types of meditation so it's all about finding the one that you love and something I recommend is if you want to get into the practice of meditation is just going on YouTube and each day doing a different meditation video that you see that's what I did for a while that way you can find your style you can find the perfect time length for you maybe a certain voice style you like or different kind of niche like inner child or um, anxiety, overthinking. You can do a different one each day and see what you like. Um, but I specifically did the inner child healing one with my friend Chloe. Um, she does her own courses and everything on Instagram and she was hosting this one for free. And it's funny that she invited me to it right after someone insulted my rabbit teeth and it kind of triggered like some inner child wounds, which it sounds like so ridiculous being like, 
oh, you know, my teeth are this big inner child wound, but it really is something that I've been insecure about since I've had my teeth. (laughs) Um, So we did this meditation and she did it over a Zoom call and something about inner child healing, like it's, it's the realest feeling meditation and it's deep and beautiful at the same time and like heavy but so light at the same time. I think it's one of the most beautiful types because it's not until you do that meditation that you realize how much you just kind of neglect and overlook your inner child. And I'm actually like getting choked up right now because when we did that meditation, she had us call in our inner child. So if you've never done inner child healing, I'm not an expert at this either. I'm just sharing my experience. It's basically where you kind of envision yourself as a young child because they're basically all big adult children with wounds from our childhood and we're living our life through those unhealed wounds. So that's why we get triggered and that's why we act certain ways why we see things certain ways so until we address those childhood wounds which can be anything from big to small we're still going to be reacting with those wounds and so in this meditation she has this call in our inner child from whatever age you feel called to call in or what you remember and I saw probably my I'm honestly bad at kids ages like I don't I can't tell how old children are from the age of like 10 and below, but I feel like I called in maybe like my six-year-old self and I saw her with like my curly hair and just like those 90s looking, you know, jeans or maybe overalls, I can't really remember. And Chloe guided us into allowing our child to approach us in whatever way they wanted. And my inner child like jumped on me the moment she said that like ran towards me and jumped on me and it really showed me like I really neglect my inner child and all she wants to do is be seen and I think sometimes maybe in your childhood you experience neglect and now as an adult her inner child is begging for you to be like the one person that doesn't neglect them so when you give them that space to be seen and heard by you It's like this overwhelming, beautiful, fully encapsulating feeling of just like light that overcomes your body. I can't even put it into words, but my inner child jumped on me and was so playful with me and it just reminded me how playful we're meant to be and how playful we come into this world and how pure we are. And it really reminded me of like growing up in church, always hearing you know, we're all sinners and our hearts are deceitful and we're nothing, like we're these broken, terrible, just dust of the earth until God comes and saves us. And I believe that God was within us the moment we came into earth and that we're pure and beautiful and everything in between the moment we step into earth. And I think we forget that as we grow up or that becomes tainted. And so in these inner child healings meditations, you're able to remind yourself of that. And as you acknowledge your inner child, because that's all they're asking for and begging for, you kind of feel yourself come back alive in certain parts of your heart. And I'm honestly so thankful for this meditation now that I'm looking back. Um, 
oh wow I'm like emotional let me take a sip of water so I really appreciated this meditation with Chloe and that was my biggest takeaway to honor my inner child by being more playful because that's what I saw in my inner child and that being jumping on trampolines I love being like a kid jumping on trampolines and you know just being silly more often I've especially since college I've become such a more stressed out person and thinking I always need to be responsible because I am trying to like break generational curses for my kids my future kids and make better choices but there's still room to be playful and live life and enjoy things and it reminded me of that and um I'm actually going to post a graphic on Instagram with some tips on how to honor your inner child but just through a meditation it's crazy how real things can feel so I highly suggest you do an inner child meditation I'm trying to remember other things that I can recall from that meditation, but I can't right now. The main thing was just how pure we are as children, and we're always meant to be that way. So definitely take some time to connect with your inner child. Maybe you have trouble with that at first. Maybe you can't even remember what you looked like or felt like as a kid. That's okay. Take that one slow as well, because like I said, it is... It brings up a lot. So with any meditation you do, just make sure you have space after to just have a moment if you need it. Maybe don't do a heavy one right before work or when you have a day full of things where you need to be present and fully there because it can be emotional. But nothing about meditation is bad or scary. It's not of the devil as, you know, I feel like it can be spoke about in churches um it can be really beneficial for your mental health your well-being and I feel like a hypocrite talking about it right now because I definitely don't do it enough but I encourage you to do that today whenever you feel comfortable and I my dms are definitely open to talk about any meditations and your hesitations about it excitements about it because I know trying new things like that can be scary and it can be hard, but also be kind to yourself. It's not going to be easy at first. You're not going to be a, a guru at first. Being able to meditate for like three hours, start with just three minutes, 30 seconds, five minutes, just trying to sit and focus on your breath because that's the one constant thing is your breath. So what a good episode, honestly. Um, thank you so much for sitting with me here, listening to this. I hope It gives you some confidence to try meditating for yourself. I hope if you're just driving to work or studying or cleaning the house, I could just be a friend to sit and chat with you like we're FaceTiming. Whatever you got from this episode, I trust that it was meant to be and you enjoyed it. And I will see you next week. If you have any questions for me or would like to be a guest on this podcast, go to the link in my Instagram bio on things like that podcast and fill out a guest submission form and we could possibly have you on here to share this platform together. Have a great week. And things like that.